Yeah. You already know what it is. It's the Brandon Black Show. With your host. Brandon Black, I be killing shit. Brandon Black. Hey. <laughs> and we going up, man. That's all we doing. We going up. You already know what it is. Hey, good vibes. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. It's the Brandon Black Show, the greatest podcast in the world, hands down. <laughs> Where the vibes are amazing. Say it with me. Let's go. Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, it's the Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, it's the Brandon Black, Brandon Black, Brandon Black, yeah, horns, Today on the Brandon Black Show, I got a good friend of mine, Susie Sitcom, stepping in the building, it's going to be a great episode, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy, let's get to it, eh? live, ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, Susie Sitcom is in the building, Susie, what's going on? Hey, Brandon Black, my big black son. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I can't complain. How you feeling? It's Black History Month. We should be celebrating you. Right. Brandon Black History Month. I like that. <laughs> it's your month, bro. All of February. It, so. it is my month. Too bad I wasn't born this month. That would have been icing on the cake, right? Right. Right. <laughs> just, just, you know what? I think for comedy and Hollywood, you should just let them know mm-hmm. that you were born in February. Just get, pick, pick Valentine's Day. You know what? I, I, I never thought about that because people yeah. have Hollywood ages, right? So yeah. I'm sure they can have a Hollywood birthday as well. Listen, you have Hollywood names, you have Hollywood backstories, you can have a Hollywood birthday, whatever. And you don't think... <laughs> A lot of women change their age. Men change their age, too. So, like, hey, why not, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Do you use a Hollywood age or you you go by your real age? You know Can what? You say? I, I'm not big <laughs> enough for anybody to care. But uh, I think that someday I probably will use a Hollywood age, you okay. know? Yeah, okay. Why, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Introduce the audience to Suzy Sitcom. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me to tell the, the audience your age, my age. I'm like, really? We're going to get that close to personal? <laughs> Not out the gate. We just started. Oh, like that was, How disrespectful oh. would that be? I know, right? <laughs> hey, welcome to my show. How old are you, man? Right. You're not looking so good. <laughs> hey, what's your age? Let, let everybody know your age, right? Like, no, 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 no. We, we want to at least give them an introduction of who you are and what yeah, you do. Yeah, before we get into it. Yeah, exactly. So funny. So let me tell you a little bit about me. So Susie Sitcom, I'm living in L.A. As you know, met you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing stand up comedy, but I was born and raised in Chicago. So I am from Chi Town. Little town, Chi Town. You heard of it? I, I have. I love Chicago, actually. I've been uh, twice. Yes. Nice. Or maybe three times. But um, downtown Chicago was amazing. Uh, yeah. I loved everything about it at the time. I had planned to move there, but plans changed when I was younger, actually. I, after high school, I was going to move there. But okay. I didn't. So, how long have you did, been out here? I don't think I asked you that. Did you end up coming to uh, LA? Did, no, I was born and raised here. 
Oh, yeah. she's gonna leave LA for Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's never make it. She's never make it. Never die. Okay. The winter, yes, because what's funny is I was supposed to go there one time to visit uh, some family, and uh, I was working at the airport, so the flight was free. I was gonna just hop on a flight, and okay. I had it was December, and I had like a little jacket. I had like yeah. three or four pairs of shorts packed, uh-huh. little uh-huh. shirts. And like I, shorts packed? Yeah, <laughs> I had shorts packed. And what happened was I ended up getting sick at work, so I didn't make it. And, you know, my uh, play sister was like, man, it's a good thing you didn't make it because it, we had a snowstorm today, uh, and I wouldn't have survived. I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> Not with oh my, my LA God. clothes. I, I just think it's hilarious that you packed shorts. Like, in Chicago... People har- hardly own shorts, you know. It's because it's it's not warm very often. Yeah. So you got a few, like you've got three. That's it. That's like your lifetime. So the fact that you had three to pack, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think people only have one pair of shorts in Chicago. Wow. Because you don't get to use them that often. <laughs> Except so, for summer, I heard sometimes the summer is pretty hot out there, right? It's it's awful, you know. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. The winters are extremes. The summer are extreme. The people are extreme. You know, <laughs> move fast, talk loud. Yeah. Uh, and, and when it's hot, it's really hot. Like it's, you know, um, it, it's what, what do we call it? What do we call it? ass ass crack? Wait, wait. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like the second you get out of the shower, like it doesn't matter because it's so humid out, oh. you, your ass just starts sweating. Oh, uh, so, sticky and I, shit, huh? Yeah, like you're, you're, and you got to go back into the shower, so it doesn't matter. So, like, basically, summer clothes in Chicago, you buy cheap shit, you throw away. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You work the season, and it's so pitted out and sweaty, and gr- like it's done. So you wear it for you know a couple months, and you're done. You throw it away. It's over with, huh? Not yeah, out, yeah. Not yeah. out here. Like, swamp, I'm... swamp ass. That's what they call it. Sorry. Swamp ass. <laughs> yeah, it's so hot. You, you get swamp ass every year. <laughs> <laughs> I have like practically no winter clothes from growing up and living out here. Like I do have wow. a a pea coat that's probably as winter as it gets. Wow. Yeah, that's here. see that to me is so crazy. So that was the hardest I think transition because I had to get rid of a lot of clothes. But you know we have these nice coats. I don't know. I like you know people yeah. know when they're not from. LA, it's like when you're from somewhere, you get a nice coat, it's expensive, you yeah. fly, like you don't want to get rid of it, right? Right, you got the North so, Face popping. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, like a closet full of nice coats. I've got like these old, they're vintage now, I want to say, like Nike, mm. puffy, you know, snow coats. And mm. I have like, yeah, I just, I've got a velvet pea coat, like blue velvet pea coat, like crazy nice coats, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they take up 90% of my closets mm. here in L.A., and I never use them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like no chance to, except yeah. for yeah. when we get a week of rain once every, like, two years. Right. <laughs> and I'm not going to use my nice coat in the rain, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you right. So when I got here, I was just like, I didn't know how to dress. Like, I was always dressed up. You know, and mm-hmm. and I felt out of place. People dress like it's Coachella here all the time. I thought was, that was just the way they dress for a festival. <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. Like, so I had, like, such culture shock when I came here. You know, I love the sun. I mm-hmm. love the beach. But, yeah, I thought, like, the way women dressed 
for Coachella or festivals was just like a weekend thing for that festival. I didn't know that that's how they dressed on the West Side all the time. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing you don't know when you're from Chicago is that what happened with OJ, those high-speed chases of the helicopter. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That wasn't a one-time thing. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's, that's like a TV show for us out here. It's all the time you guys have those high-speed chases. Like, I could not believe every week, high-speed chases. Yeah. That blew my mind. It was the only time I'd ever seen it at, with OJ. What was that, in the 90s? Yeah, that was, what, like, 95 uh, or something like that? It was when the Bulls won. I remember, because it was, like, the Bulls, and then OJ it was, like, a big week for news. But um, I think it was the Bulls' three-peat. Uh, but it, but that's crazy. Like honestly, I could not believe that that happened here all the time. Yeah, at, growing up out here, yeah, we um we think that happens everywhere. Actually, yeah, no, yeah, because oh, no. in Chicago, what, what the cop would do is they're not gonna flee. They're gonna shoot your tires out and shoot whoever's driving. Like <laughs> our cops are so violent I've in Chicago it. and so corrupt. Like they're not gonna waste helicopter money, time to go around. You know, <laughs> they'll just shoot you. Done. It's over. Yeah, our, our our cops aren't that nice. Well, it's better than what it was. I should say that it's a little better, right? Than yeah, I, I you know. Gates. Oh, yeah. and then the homeless people out here. You know, okay. I was. No, you don't. Not the we country. don't have that kind of homeless. We don't have. It's too cold. Yeah, no. Nah, in Chicago, you'll die. You'll yeah. just freeze to death. Yeah, I was about to say they'll freeze to death. And y'all, cost yeah. of living is cheaper. Yeah, yeah, cost yeah. of living is cheaper. You know, here here's the weird thing about uh, California. It's like it's so rich, but mm-hmm. there's so many homeless people. But you can actually live outside because the weather's so nice. Right, right. Only time is the inconvenience is, uh, like I said, every two years. When it rains for like a week. Every two years. I mean, it rains like one time. Like, it's crazy. And that's the other thing. The weather. Yeah. There's no weather here. It never changes. It never changes, which for me is dull and boring. Like, I actually Uh, want to experience seasons. It's really super weird. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's boring for you, even though you're born and raised here? Yeah, I want. I, I would love to experience the seasons. Like you know, I would love yeah. a fall, a nice fall, a nice winter, a snow. You know, that's what I mean? crazy. So you never experienced that? Uh, no, just driving up to Big Bear and you know seeing the snow up there. But as far as like, uh, hey, it's snowing outside. Yeah, oh my nah, god. not at all. That's crazy to me. Oh yeah. my god! All right, <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. Okay, okay. So when I uh make some money after all this quarantine mm-hmm. we're going to chicago yeah let's go because okay. you, you know i, I yeah. probably sound like i don't know what y'all term is for an out-of-towner but yeah. i want to try that chicago deep dish pizza and see if yeah it's, you know it is what it is yeah, yeah <laughs> it is it is like i can't even tell you like that's the one thing I, yeah i miss um so in chicago you can have a conversation with a stranger for an hour hmm. about food just food, you know? Yeah. What, what kind of Chicago fat-ass food? Like the pizza, Ooh. the hot dogs, the Italian mm. beef. There's a Portillo's here. That's mm. the, have you been to Portillo's? Uh, No, I have not, actually. Okay. So there's a hot dog place, an Italian beef place. They mm. have one here. It's by uh, Disney. But they, I guess they just opened it. Like, like, so I've been out here five years now. But I'll tell you, 
five years in Chicago, like you're a Chicagoan after five years. Like you yeah. get it. It's close. You can be close to people. Five years in LA, I'm telling you, I think last year, four years was really kind of when I felt like LA was at home. Hmm. It took that long. Um, because the culture is so different and everything's so spread out. Yeah. There is no, like, downtown. You can't just walk and, like, hang out and meet people, go to bars and talk. And You, you go out in Chicago one night and uh. you can go to have a few drinks at one place, then meet some people. They'll say, oh, we're going to this place next. We're hitting this spot next. And, you know, you can meet a lot of people and go out and drink and have fun. And right. People are friendly like that, you know? Right. right. Yeah, I, I, I think because here... Uh, it's it's like a melting pot of people from different places. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when people I, I feel move to LA and they experience yeah. quote unquote LA people, yeah. you're actually talking to somebody from like Ohio or Boston or something. It's I had yeah. a few people like three one in one year was like man you the first person I met that was like born and raised out here. And I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like people get this, uh, bad perception of LA people sometimes, but it's not from LA natives. It's like yeah. from people that moved here from other places. You yeah, agree? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I have met some people. Yeah. I, yeah. For the most part, you're right. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Like the people who I've met that are born and raised here, have been very nice. Yeah. Um, almost okay. Very very nice, but almost like mm, I'm a little bit like, are you <laughs> real? Are you real? Are you for real? Like <laughs> too nice, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> people in LA are are fucking very nice, but it's like I don't trust it. Like come on. No. I'm a nice person. Yeah. Okay, Brandon. Yeah. You're a nice you person, and I am this, but I'm real. Like I'll. I'll tell you when I think some shit's fucked up, or I have no problem telling you my opinion. I'll apologize <laughs> later, you know? Yeah. It's real. But, like, people in LA will just say, smile, and then, like, put, like, shit in your coffee when you turn your back, you know? Yeah. I don't. Like, I'm. I'm why? Don't have coffee with me if you're going to put shit in my coffee right. when you turn my back. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, that's, that to me is weird, you know? Yeah. No, I feel um, you on that one. I don't like super nice people either. I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't really trust overly nice motherfuckers myself. Maybe that's what? something. Yeah, it's like kind of like, yo, what's your motives, man? What, yeah. It's something up with you, motherfucker. Hold on. You just right. too nice. Right. To the right, point it's right. almost spooky. Like, what is this, an episode right. of Seventh Heaven? You are yeah. too nice. <laughs> And, you know, for for a little while, I was taking this antidepressant, and it made me look really nice for like a week, and I couldn't stand it anymore. I'm like, gotta get off this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm too nice. I'm becoming one of those people now. Like, no, nah, I gotta it, change you that. Know, you know, it was weird. It just like um, made me smile. Really, like I couldn't stop smiling all the time, and I'm like, oh, I got like a Joker smile on my face. Get me <laughs> off of this. <laughs> So I said, is this how it works? The antidepressant just makes those muscles in your mouth, like, smile all the time. Just, so eventually, you're just going to be happy. <laughs> like, you know what? I, I feel amazing. I yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. Maybe it's this constant smile on my face. I just can't yeah. help it. People's like, hey, you're always smiling. I know. I can't help it. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't. No, I really can't help it. Help me. I'm trying... <laughs> Oh my god! I know that's what happened for a week. I was like, "Oh man, I got cotton mouth. Like my my teeth are so dry." Oh. <laughs> <open and> smiling. 
some somebody hurt themselves and you just smiling like, hey, are you okay? Like, why are you smiling at this? No, I just. Oh my God, he's dead. Why are you smiling? Oh my god, that would be the most hilarious sketch. Yeah, it would. Horrible crimes. See, that's that's funny material for you right there too. The fact that you experienced that, and it's like, how many other people have experienced that as well? Like, hey, I can relate to that. You crack me up. I don't know what it is about you, Brandon. You have such great energy. You are to me like a walking angel. Oh, you know? hey, I, I, just, uh, you, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I just do. I feel so good. Your, your mom must be, your family must love you so much. You're so lucky. What a good job they did with you. Oh, thank you. What a you. good job. Thank you. Thank you on behalf of them, too. I'm, I know they'll be telling you. Your grandma. Right Tell your grandma. I got you. you. Fighting with your grandma? <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, talking to her earlier, Ashley. Yeah. And, um, I like it when you do bits about your grandma. That's why I'm, like, laughing. Oh, yeah. She, she loves it as well. That's, yeah. especially after the shows when I introduce her to people. Uh, oh, yeah. She'd be like, oh, hey, hey. And they, yeah, oh, yeah. wow. So it's the truth. He's, he's yeah. not lying. She's like, nah. Mm mm. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> you make her into like a celebrity, so I'm sure. Because I want to meet her too after you make fun of her, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's super cool. She's super cool. And uh, I'm going to have some new stuff to write about. I'm moving out of her house. And, you uh, are? Yeah, in a month. On March 20th, I'll be in my own place. So are you moving with your girlfriend? Uh, Yes. Oh, yes, actually, right. Next up, next up. All right. So, yeah. how old are you two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> All right. So, you moving in next up? Was that? Did you ask her on Valentine's Day? Uh, what to move in? Mm-hmm. No, you know what? It's something we've been talking about for uh, some time. Yeah, quarantine. And- yeah. For some time. Through quarantine. Through, definitely through quarantine. And, can't uh, stay <laughs> You know what? She actually wanted like a house first. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Did they say uh, for house? No. It's, it's an apartment. Apartment. So, um, be there for a year for sure. And then okay. I'm hoping... Um, I'll be able to save up some money within that year, both of us, and then we'll see if we're able to get a house next year or wonderful. do another year there. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. It's exciting. It's an exciting time, you know, young and love. Yeah. Moving Appreciate in together. it. Appreciate it. You know, it's it's definitely uh, a step out of my comfort love. zone. You know, the thing is, you still have, you're full of hope. You know, yeah. when you're my age, you lose all that. <laughs> <laughs> over. Like, I, I know dreams of moving in with a man or like being in love again. Like, yeah, no, man, it's past. I've done that once. I was married. Yeah. Done. I think everybody should do it once. Get married. And get it out of the way. You've done it. Good. <laughs> like, it's over with now. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I, I, for a lot of the, a lot of my marriage, I had a great time. But you know, and I, I know you know this, but I recently got divorced, mm-hmm. and you know, I talk about it on my sets. I talk about it in comedy because I'm trying to work it through in my head as well. Yeah. Because um, I, I really like being single. You know, I, I didn't think I would so much. I identified as a wife for almost 20 years. Um. Do, do you feel like? you discovered more of yourself during this process if that makes sense yeah 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 well that was the biggest thing brandon when i came out of this marriage you know mm-hmm. it was like it was over in one day and then all of a sudden i'm just like who am i i didn't i was you know always strong and and i did stand up more as a hobby it wasn't doing it full-time because you know i didn't think it was right because i was married and kids and mm-hmm. um working i just I don't know. I just didn't really know who I was. My my number one obligation was my family hmm. and being a wife. And um, I really kind of lost myself. I didn't know who I was. And so when I came out, even when I got on stage and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit some open mics, get out, do some more. Because I was only get performing once a month. I was hmm. like, that's all I could do. And actually, you know, Big Mike, rest in peace, would call rest me do shows every week. You know, yeah, and I was like, no, 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 that's too much. I can't do that. You know, and he goes, well, what? He's like, he, he invited me, come to the comedy store, come to the ice house, perform here. I'm like, no, no, I'm married. I can't do that with my husband. I said, maybe, maybe. How about every other month? He goes, are you crazy? And I said, I can't drive to Pasadena. I live in, Ch- I mean, I'm from Chicago, right? You don't drive two hours unless you're going on vacation to another state, you know? Right. <laughs> Here, people drive there for work. Like, you know, it took me a while. I'm like, how does five miles of a drive take an hour? It's crazy, right? I, it, I couldn't sure. make sense of it. When I first moved here, I was getting maps. I got on Google Maps. I was printing maps out. I was trying to figure this whole, everyone's like, ways. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I got to figure this thing out, you know? Yeah. It's taking too long. I got to go on the side roads. And I said, it's just because there's too many people in in, in front of you Absolutely. going there. Right. That's it. Just too many people in front of you. That's it. And it's it's unavoidable. Like, if you want to live in L.A., you have to embrace the traffic. Mm-hmm. That's the thing to complain about. So in Chicago, everybody complains about the weather. Mm. Every day. No, you know what I mean? It's always the weather. This, too much rain, too much snow, whatever. Just some weather. Too hot, too cold. But that every single day, it's a conversation about the weather. Bitching about the weather. Yeah. Here in L.A., it's the traffic. Yeah, the so, traffic. Definitely, yeah. definitely, because there's so many people in this city, you know, mm-hmm. and it's we really running out of space. We're turning into New York because if you notice, yeah. apartments are going up everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, I okay, the, the, okay in New York, it's really expensive in the central, like downtown, but you can mm-hmm. go outside of New York and get places, right? Like, go to New Jersey, go to Brooklyn, whatever. Here. You can't really go outside of LA, like outside of every. There is no. I mean, everything. It's so spread out. Right. Right. Like, yeah. LA is a whole fucking state. Yeah, that's what uh my buddy from uh, Atlanta was telling me. Like, man, <laughs> this is. He was like, Atlanta is big, but it's small. But LA is like, man, you could be way over here or way over there. Yeah. It's like that's forty five minutes to get there or an hour and a half. Yeah. And yeah, I was like. 
Yeah, you're right. I, I never thought about it you, like that. We, we don't commute that much. So, like, to me, when I'm invited to shows in Pasadena, I was like, oh, it's like from Chicago driving to Wisconsin, another, hmm. another state. I'm like, I'm not driving to another state. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I going on vacation? Are you going to you know, get me resort? Like, what, what are we, what's going on here? Right. So that, that took some time, you know? Right. Like, for six months, um, I was only using my GPS, and I said, I can't do this. I feel like I'm on vacation. Hmm. I, I'm not learning anything. I'm following. So at six months, that's when I stopped. I printed out maps, and my husband thought I was crazy. He's like, what are you, what are you doing? Nobody prints out. Use your phone. You know? I said, no, I have to look at it. I can't just listen to what's going on. I have to look at it to know how to tell where I'm going. i got to learn these roads. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're at home, you know where you live, right? And right. I'm like, I, th- I could easily, because LA is so big, just rely on these maps. And I'll never feel like I'm at home. So so at six months, I had to stop. I stopped using the GPS. I turned it off. And I uh, started going, uh, you know, just, just going on my own to these places because we all were acting and modeling. So we had auditions every day. Hmm. So that's what kept us going out on the road. And we learned from what different casting studios were. So I'm like, okay, we're going back to this one. So I I will memorize like where they were, like Ocean Park casting, where it was, Space Station casting, Mm -hmm. um, DV casting, like it's in the SAG building and Ocean Park is in Santa Monica. And, you know, because I I didn't know because I was listening to the GPS where it was going. So I go to one that was in North Hollywood and it'd take us like two hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That so traffic on the 101. I said, come on, let's get a hotel room while we're out here. Jesus, I can't, I can't drive anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. when you're not used to it, it seemed like, oh, we're not supposed to have dinner. I'm like, come on, let's get a hotel room with the family. I'm like, I can't yeah. do that drive back. But, but people do that here every day. I every mean, like day. that. Yeah, for their every work. It's, they go to lunch an hour and a week. I'm like, oh. When I moved here, when I thought, oh, my God, people start work at 10 a.m., <laughs> then they take a two-hour lunch. Then they're done. I'm like, you'd be fired. You show up at work at 10 a.m. and you're done. It's People ride, get up. Man. They show up at work at 5 a.m. Yeah. And you know, you know what else is dope about Chicago? The fact that y'all could take the train pretty much yeah. anywhere. Like, right. Jump right on That's the train. That's the other thing. We mm-hmm. had train system. We only had one car. You could Before Uber, you just call a cab. You know, you just raise your arm, grab a cab that's going by. Mm-hmm take the taxi nothing's really more than 20 minutes away you know right if you're going to a place like pasadena like let's say that's a suburb right like that's 45 yeah yeah and then if you uh (laughs) head to pasadena after five it'll probably take you about an hour and a half because of the traffic oh my god i I actually but okay so when i did drive to pasadena for the first time Mm -hmm. it was at night Mm -hmm. i was so grateful for the traffic because oh my god I did not know where I was going. The roads out here, there's no lights. I'm oh, like, yeah. how? I, I was like driving in the dark. I'm like, how do I drive out here? I might as well just close my eyes. <laughs> and that stuff, myself and others who were born and raised out here, I'm sure we never even think about because, you know, it's second nation. Like, oh, yeah, we were just <sighs> driving down here and there. Um, yeah. I mean, you, do you, it doesn't seem dark to you to drive in Pasadena. Pasadena? Or- just on the 101, the 170, all that stuff. It's dark. Sometimes. I'm not up that way too, yeah. too much. But I, yeah. I know what you mean. At certain points, you hit certain pockets where it's not... Uh, They're mountainous. 
mountains. Yay. You're driving in the middle of the mountains. Like yeah. I'm like, some, some bear's gonna come down and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> California bear, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, where are those California bears, by the way, that are on that flag? I don't Have know. You seen one? I've never seen one. You're from here. You've never seen one. I've never seen one. Damn, I all. thought they'd be like crawling in the 405. Yeah, Chilling. I don't know. That's why traffic's so bad. Maybe I need to go into uh, into the national forest or something. I have though seen like yeah. coyotes. You know, a lot of coyotes yeah, yeah. are showing I, up. There's so many coyotes here. Yeah, um, they're cute. They're little though. I expected them to be bigger. Yeah, no, nah, they're like, uh, what can I compare them to? They're just cute little like, uh, what's it called, German shepherds. They're yeah, German shepherds. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. when you met your husband, were you doing stand up? My husband? Yeah, when you guys met, were okay. you doing stand-up? Okay, so, how did you get so, into so comedy? Here, here's the background with how I got into stand-up. Okay. Um, I never told you the story, huh? So my kids, mm. my daughter, I have two kids, okay? I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. Mm-hmm. When my girls were born, I mean, my first daughter came out. And everybody says this about their kids. You know, my daughter yeah. came out. And I planned kids. I waited 10 years to have, have kids. I mean, thank God I was able to have kids. I never even thought about not being able to. You know, I planned, mm-hmm. bought a house, started a business, bought a second house, a vacation home. I'm like, all right, all for spending's done. We're going to have a, a child now because I got this big house for the child and the city and stuff. I got to tell you, you can't plan. You know, when, it, when it's just just... You do the best you can. Always yeah. try to do the best you can. Save money. Spend less than you make. But I, I'm telling you, like, really, if whatever's meant to be, listen to God. Listen to your heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, hmm. um, yeah, things change, you know? So so I waited 10 years. My husband and I were together for 23 years. Oh, wow. We were married 10 years, so we were together, like, 13 years before we had my daughter. Okay. We, we, we had no help. I'm like, we, you know, we had family there. He had family there, but we didn't have like financial help. Right. Like yeah. when we both were working, we had business. I'm like, ah, how can we do this? I can't, um, stay home with the child. I know it's a long story, but you know, anyways, it's like, I, I didn't, I wanted to stay home with my daughter for one year. Okay. So I never, I, you know, I didn't know anyone who was like that, like a mom who stayed home with the kids, you know? Yeah. Everyone stayed paired work, and I go, but I know that those kids who stayed home with their moms for a year, there was a couple kids in my school, I said, those kids actually like their parents, hmm. so I want to be like one of those, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I want my kids to like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's not, not yeah, because I was, like, hanging out with people who just, mom didn't exist, dad didn't exist, whatever, just hated, just hated, it's like, angry, I don't know, Chicago's kind of angry, but it's just cold. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> we're, we're angry folks. Angry folks compared to LA, you're all happy in the sunshine. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, when my daughter was born, I wanted to stay home with her. And I was like, couldn't wait to have kids. Like, I was so excited. It was the best thing I'd ever done. And when my daughter was born, she just came out all perfect. Like, just everything about her was so just gorgeous. Aww. And and so, um, everybody said, Can you hear that ice cream truck? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, there's an ice cream truck that comes by my house every night. Oh, yeah? Uh, every night at 7 o'clock, and I'm, like, convinced he just wants to, like, kidnap my daughter. Because <laughs> the first time he came by, she ran out of the balcony. Yeah. And now he just stops, like, every night at 7, like, outside of my balcony. So I'm, like... She's up there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, I think this, like, ice cream guy, either he's trying to take my kid or he's trying to sell drugs to my kid. So I don't know. 
bomb pop, bomb pop and weed. Come on, kid. Yeah. <laughs> that's what those things are, right? Those are drug dealing trucks now, right? Gotta be. Gotta be, you know. Best of both worlds. Buy you a sack, then yeah. you get your munchies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because with kids, you know, they're like, look so dirty. Like that thing has been in the sun. You can't even see the signs, like the ice cream pop. What does it look like? What did it look like before? It's all like different colors scratched off. Like, I want that faded. Give me that great ice cream sandwich over there. Right. <laughs> you know, the one with a little gray rust color. Yeah, that one. That one's perfect. Right? Give me that dirty boy right there. Let me yeah. get that uh, Choco Taco. Yeah, the one with the dust. <laughs> yes, it does, does. The gray like a chocolate chocolate. <laughs> oh, oh man. Ice cream out of that truck, you know? Yeah. Frozen rats on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Mary, okay, so what happened was people would stop me all the time. Put mm-hmm. your kid in modeling. Put your, I'm like, shut up. Get away from my kid. You're too close. Get away from my kid. You know, I was older, paranoid about it. Yeah. When she was one. My daughter could literally, she was like literally putting on princess costumes. Oh, She really? couldn't even walk yet. She'd crawl over to a costume, take off her clothes, put on a costume. Oh, wow. You, you can't even use your hands like that at that age. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, right. That... This is, she's crazy, right? She came and walked, she put on princess costume. At about 18 months, she, she pointed at TV, she said, I want to be in there. I said, what? I want to be in the TV. Oh, wow. And people were saying it. She'd stop at eating and she'd start singing. She'd belt out Lady Gaga because that's when Lady Gaga just came out. Uh-huh. Like, in the stroller, like, down the street really loud. Oh, wow. She would, her favorite time to do it was around people. We'd be in the elevator. The doors would shut. We're all in our winter clothes. It's hot, you know, because we're all bundled up because it's you know, freezing in Chicago, right? Yeah. And my daughter would just start singing Lady Gaga in the elevator. Belting it out with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> putting on a show. Yeah, she's always putting on a show. I'm like, oh, come on, stop it. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just had a baby. I'm fat. I'm like, oh, I don't want this attention. I don't wear makeup. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, come on. Mm. Yeah. And then she'd do the same thing at Costco. Oh, wow. At Costco. So uh, the Costco lines, you know how crazy the Costco lines were? It was like winter. Oh, yeah. The Costco lines were so long, and she did the same. She'd sit at the front, and then she'd start singing, and everyone <laughs> would start clapping for her. <laughs> oh, that's and cool. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people at Costco loved it, you know? And I'm like, oh, I, at least it was nice because, you know, everybody's so angry right. here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so there was something, you know, she wasn't shy. So yeah. I decided that, so actually, so what I'm saying is, like, I'm a momager. So we got her an agent, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, they, at, like, five, she started, like, right before she turned, she just turned five. She was getting ready for kindergarten. So she didn't even start school yet, right? Mm, yeah. They said, um, we want her to take some improv classes at Second City. Okay. Oh, they want to take some acting classes. So where? She said, improv classes. I said, improv for five. I'm like, they're five. What, what kind of class? She can't even read yet, you know? Right. <laughs> and they said, Second City Chicago has improv class for kids. Oh, wow. That's dope. Yes. Yeah. I said, wow, that's pretty cool. Second City Chicago. I've been there a few times. You know, everybody knows in Chicago, right? That's where all the big Second City set, you know, Saturday Night Live, John Belushi. Yeah. Uh, Tina Fey, uh, Chris, uh, what's his name? Chris, um... Chris Farley, you oh, know, yeah, everyone yeah. went there, Yeah, right? everybody went there, yeah. Right, everyone went there. So I'm like, oh my God, you want my kid to go there? That's cool, but those people are all funny and great, but they're all adults and they're perverts, you know? I'm not going <laughs> to let my kid go there, right? 
<laughs> right. So, so the reason why I let my my daughters get signed with an agent and act mm-hmm. is because I told my husband, I said, listen, I'm not on any social media. I don't want anyone around my kids. Uh, you know what I mean? But I also, coming from Chicago, didn't want to have a Michael Jordan and not foster that talent, right? Right, right. Because, you know, because that's the one thing. When you're from there, you, you, see, you grow up and you see Jordan play and stuff, you're like, oh, man, I want a kid to be a Michael. Like, how does someone become a Michael Jordan, you know? Yeah. Like, if you have one, whatever that natural talent is, you got to foster it. Definitely. And just because I'm afraid or I don't know, then we got to get her the right tools. So, but I don't know, though. You know what I mean? Maybe right. it's stupid. She's a child. Who knows? Right. So my husband agreed. And I said, that was my problem. I said, for five years, people like, get her in modeling, get her in commercials, get her in commercials. I didn't even think about acting because nobody acts in Chicago. They're commercials. That's it. Then yeah. you're a news person or commercial. That's Hollywood, okay? really the news people are the biggest celebrities like oh man that's the weather lady channel five can i get your autograph (laughs) hey gil spencer hey hey, great five day forecast (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you were totally right it snowed it snowed we had had a whole foot you want to see the picture of my seriously that's like the biggest celebrity oh wow So, so when um we can't when when um they said to do it. I said, okay, well, listen, my husband agreed. He said, you know what? He would, he would be the person to take the kids to do this stuff. And I said, I'll be in the background. Mm-hmm. I'll do the contracts. I'll make sure everything's legit. But you got to be the muscle, you know? Right, right. You take the kids. You got to make sure you're big enough and you're strong enough. When someone gives my kids side eye, you know, they'll take one look at you and you'll look like you could rip their heads off yeah. from across the road. I said, that's the only thing. That's the only way I will let them sign. Mm-hmm. And he did. He started working out and he did, you know. Not strong. Yeah. I'm scary one. <laughs> so, and he said to me, he always wanted to act. He acted in high school. He acted in college. Hmm. He said, uh, yeah, he'd love to do it. He'd love to. He's like, they have, probably have that from me. And I said, well, they don't have it from me because I, I can't act. Be, I can't act and I can't pretend to be anything I'm not. It's either me or nothing. Right, right. You, you know, like my personality <laughs> is so strong. I can't pretend, you know? Yeah, you're going to get Susie or nobody, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it you know yeah. I'm nice but don't take it personally you know it's, <laughs> right. it's nothing to do with you it's I'm a nice person if you're an asshole don't don't, don't fuck with me right <laughs> um, so we went uh, they told Street Improv I said listen uh, we'll go and take I go, let, let me look into it so I looked in the improv class Mm-hmm. They said I had to drop my daughter off. I said, I'm not dropping her off anywhere. I don't know why. She's never been dropped off at school yet, you know? Right. I said, let me check this out. So we decided, because it is sex city, it's cool. So instead of having a date night, I was pretty burnt out with my kids. My daughter was five. My other daughter was three years old. I said, it's time to go on date nights. We haven't gone on date nights for, for years, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, this is a long time, right? Five years and three years. We haven't gone on a date yet. Mm. I was just with the kids at home and I, it was really, it was hard. Right. And so I thought, well, let's go on the second city improv thing, hire a sitter. My friend had lost her job. So I'm like, we can hire her as a sitter. So we're helping her out right. and um, we'll take this class. So I called second city. There was an improv a starting the beginning and there happened to be two spots on the night that my friend was available Hmm. And yeah, it just it worked it out. Worked there, like, out. well, there happened Perfect. to be two spots. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like months. Only two spots left for the one one class on this day at this time because they have different classes, different days and times. I'm like, I don't want to do it on the weekend, you know? Yeah, yeah. It just like worked out perfectly. So we went in. It kind of re sparked our marriage. The improv was kind of good for us. We were there with a bunch of kids. 
I'm like, you know, if you want to act, you're going to take some acting classes. It's been years since you acted to him, you know? Yeah. So I said, I'll go here. I'll do it. It was fun. I had a great time, met a bunch of kids, had a good time in improv, loved it so much, decided to go on to the next class. Oh, this is decided good. To, yeah, decided to go on to the next class after that. And I'm like, good, I help him get some acting. So listen, at the end of the day, my kids are going to learn this, like, but they're still kids. Right. You have to learn it. Someone's got to learn it to help them. Like, if they come home with an acting thing, I won't know how to do it. Right. <laughs> Right? Like, read me the script. No, kid, you read me the script. What are you talking about? It's your job, you know? Exactly. Yeah, you got to act. I don't know. You know, whatever. Close your eye, cry a little bit. Pull out a nose hair. I don't know. <laughs> Who did they hire? You or me? They hired yeah, you. Yeah, right? You do your Please. work. I'm doing mine, goddammit. Exactly. Did you eat today? All right, that was my job. You ate today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I made you. Right, that's right. I made you and I, I drove you there. That's my job. You do the rest. They're like, mom, they gotta be. No, man, I don't know how to. You guys wanted this, man. You know, yeah. They're kids, but but see, most moms are not like that. They're like, oh, I'll do it for you, and I'm just like, I, it's something that's so like foreign to me. You know, hmm. it's just like Hollywood was never even a possibility hmm. when I grew up. It just wasn't a thing. Like, yeah. And I grew up. It's it's not like I didn't grow up watching. So like, I, I just like, the one thing that I grew up watching with my family because we didn't get along was like the news. And my dad liked stand up. Hmm. He loved he loved um he loved Red Fox. Oh yeah, Red Fox is fucking. Yeah, hilarious. so I grew up watching Red Fox. Um, we watched Sanford and Son. I watched all the shows, you know, like my and when I grew up it was all like black shows, right? So yeah. I always wanted to be black. Like Sanford I think I had this conversation with you. Sanford and Son, um, Good Times, uh, different strokes. Hmm. Uh, uh, the Jeffersons. So that was all the TV that was on when I was growing up in my time. Oh. So there's a lot of other people that are like me. All the white people that were on TV were just terrible. They were like nerds, right? <laughs> the only people that were on TV, like the, was, they were all, the cool people were black. Yeah. And then in the black shows, they portray the white people as, they're like honkies. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. they're terrible honkies. And it was just <laughs> hilarious, you know? Right. <laughs> and then if you see a white show on the TV at the same time, and, and mind you, the same, the same guy wrote all these shows. Yeah, he did. He, he did. that white, he, he's like the white guy was a big racist, like Archie Bunker. Right, right. So I forgot the guy's name, but he, he basically is the one guy who wrote all these shows. And he's a big white Jewish guy, you know? Yeah. But um, that's the what I grew up with. So... I don't know. I think the humor was always there. And then someone like saying, oh, well, Richard Pryor, my good love, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is from Illinois, like you. And then there was some interview or something was on. I remember maybe it was on Carson. They could watch Carson a lot. And now Johnny Carson. Yeah. And then he said something about like, oh, Richard, you have this, you know, you have this really hard life. And you didn't get along with your mom. And then she left you and you lived with your grandmother. And you lived through a lot of pain. And he said... You know, is that where he goes? Well, that's where the humor comes from, Rich Press. Like, that's where the humor comes from. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's me. And I said, oh, I could be a comedian. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't, my mom hates me. I don't get along. Like, didn't hate her, but didn't care for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was so messed up. She couldn't. She was like a prostitute. She was so messed up. She couldn't think. Of, my mom was not a prostitute. But, like, she didn't care about me. She didn't care if I was there or not there, you know? Mm. And, um, I was like, and I remember as a young child, I'm thinking, oh, man, I, I like to make people, you know, like you use that pain for humor. You just kind of right. find things that are odd, that are funny. And I'm like, I remember thinking young, I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Right. But 
then they forgot about it. You know, we Saturday Night Live and stuff, and I used to love doing impressions, and yeah, you know, we would just like make fun of the things, and you know, my dad would hit us, we hit each other, just like basically <laughs> like the Three Stooges, and it was silly, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but it was never like. Oh, I could go to Hollywood and become a star, or I could go and grow up and be a stand-up comedian. You know, it was just like, yeah, I could do that because I've been through a lot of pain, and we mm-hmm. make each other laugh here because otherwise we'd be crying all day long. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't but seem attainable, though. No, it's not real. You go to yeah. school. You, you know, you go to you go to school. You go to college. You go to high school. You go to college. I had this talk at stereo. People got mad. I was just like, I didn't know anybody who didn't go to college hmm. and i didn't even know that was a thing yeah we it's just like i came from an asian i was born and raised in chicago but i still i came from an asian household everybody went to school right yeah, like right now listen i didn't know if their parents went to school my parents went to school but my dad got a sports scholarship if he didn't wasn't in sports he wouldn't probably got a scholarship right, you know he right. probably wouldn't go to college but but what i'm saying is i didn't know better you know yeah. i was like i thought everybody went to high school in college so like to think of like starting acting and you know from high school and then going out of high school to like hollywood as a career like i I didn't know anyone in that world right and you and you're not the only one though imagine how many other people grew up like that like what not go to college like yeah that's get out of here (laughs) yeah it's just a path like if you can't afford it you can get a loan you can do whatever it's just like education was the most important thing right you know even if we couldn't afford it it's like well the government will give you you know you can get loans right you can get grants you can get scholarships there's a way to do it but the biggest thing about coming to this country is to get an education Hmm. like people from all over the world come to this country to give their kids an education people that don't even live here send their kids to this country to get an education right so, you know, and there's so many Koreans that do that because my parents are from Korea, you know, so many Asians do that. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was ever a thing, you know, like I had cousins who came here after they already finished college in Korea to come here and go to college again because mm. they wanted the college. So like for me, I didn't, I didn't just didn't know when people were like, oh man, that makes you a fucking bitch. Like when I was on stereo, you know, on oh, stereo, wow. right? What? So like, boy, everybody goes to college. I'm like, what, what do you mean? They're like, not everybody has to go to college. I'm like, hey, I didn't say college was for everyone. Right. I didn't say that. And college isn't for everyone, you know? And I, I listen, everybody gets different things out of school. But for me, I didn't know it. So, like, acting, all that, it was never a thing. But I knew that comedy was in me as a child. Yeah. But it wasn't like I ever knew that it was possible to do it as a career. You know, I joked around about it in my head. Right. Sure, I could right. do Richard. But but I, I there was no path in front of me. I didn't see it. Nobody I knew was in entertainment. Right. Nobody I knew was doing, you know? So the closest thing to it was advertising, making commercials. Hmm. And so that's what I went to school for. I went to college. I said, I, want, I know I'm going to make commercials. I know I want to make commercials. Okay. I like short tour. I had short tension span. I'm fast. I like short film, you know? And that's before shorts were even out. Just like, so I went to school for um, that. And anyways, how did I get onto all this? How I got into stand-up comedy. I know I deviated. Oh, that's all. God do it all the time. Okay. <laughs> Second City, Chicago. Mm-hmm. To classes, improv A, B, C. An instructor pulled me aside in class B. Okay. In front of the whole class, pulled me aside. Because, you know, it was a mix of everybody from all uh, ages, races, everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, the instructor pulled me aside and goes, Susie, you know, uh, I want you to be in my stand-up show. 
I said, all right, what does that mean? Because <laughs> I, I do, I make a show. He's like, I have a stand-up show here at Second City on the side stage every Sunday. It's an afternoon show. It's like a Sunday afternoon stand-up show. Hmm. I said, yeah, exactly. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> sure. Let's sure. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And my husband hmm. said, what? What are you talking about? She doesn't even know what stand-up is. <laughs> In front of the whole class. Oh, wow. You know? Sound like a little jealousy. Yeah, I said, what are you talking about? No, Brandon, I I mean, you know, I'm like, what are you you talking about? I said, I've been walking since since I was a kid. Hmm. My first album, my first 45 was Steve Martin's King Tut my dad bought me. Oh, really? Yeah, since I was, literally. So my first big album was was, um, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band by the Beatles, the big album. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then the small album, the 45, was uh, Steve Martin's King Tut. Steve Martin. I'm going to see if they got that on album music so I can check it out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> just parody. You can just YouTube it. But it was basically like when I was five years old. So the thing was, my parents, they came from Korea, but they lived in Germany first. They had to come to Germany before they could come to this country. So oh, they wow, lived in okay. Europe. This is their third language. Okay. So our our language was an issue. Could you imagine having your own kids? You don't even speak the whole language. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So comedy is kind of what was the only thing we kind of have in common. Oh, okay. That like bridged the gap between y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was, most kids that came from Korea, Korea, you know, like they would go to church school and go to learn Korean first, right? And my dad was like, no, because we grew up in the city in Chicago. He's like, no, because... Seventies people like so racist and shit. My dad's like, nope, I do not want them to go to the Korean Bible school. They have to learn American, right? You know, right. English, right? Right. They gotta learn American English. And um, my mom was like, no, they should go to the Korean school, meet some people at my Bible school. My dad's like, nope, I don't want them to go to church. I don't want them to go to Bible school. I want them to go to school here and learn English and meet some American people because it's too hard. They have to speak perfect English because it's already hard enough because of the way they look. He didn't, and he probably didn't want you guys to be in like a bubble of Mm -hmm. just like, you know, some people live in uh, a particular community. I saw here. Yeah. Fucking Koreatown. I said people live there all their whole life and they don't speak English. I'm like, well, how? You're born and raised here. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to the grocery stores at Koreatown. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Where are you? I'm like, oh, where are you from? I'm from LA. I'm like, why is your accent so thick? What, what's this? You don't speak English? Like, come on. Like, what's this? Is your country? Yeah. And 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 my dad was very adamant about that. And and the biggest thing is he'd make me watch the news every night. Okay. Mm. And, and he say, look, the mo- look at like, look at the people that they make fun of on TV because it doesn't matter who they are. It's like they make fun of if you're not educated. Yeah. They make fun of people who are stupid. And he told me, he's like, you know, I, I he's like, this isn't my uh, first language or my second language. It's my third language. But no matter what, it's broken English. Hmm. And people are going to look down on me because of it, you know? Hmm. Yeah. But I said the one thing that they can't take away is your education no matter what you do. And see, now the people on stereo listen to that, then they will understand why college was so important to you and it was ingrained in you and why you didn't think, you know, why you you uh, didn't realize everybody didn't go to college because because it was ingrained in you. You know, no matter what people are going to look down on you, so you're going to want to get 
get ahead of that, right? No, like so, a college degree was just another another divide in racism, another divide in who you are, right? Like right. another way for people to look down on you. Right. So it was like, yeah, of course I'm going to get my degree, and my kids going to, of course, you know what I mean? Right. Because just because it's like I don't want anyone to say, oh, you don't have a, just another thing to look down. Because no matter what, I'm going to walk outside of my door, and people are going to have judged me because I'm Asian. Right. Right. Right, right. People are going to judge you because you're black, right? Absolutely. So, you, you know what I mean? So like you, you, the, you, everybody's got something, this, the deck stacked against them. For the first time in their lives, white people are starting to feel a little, a slightly bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are walking outside and people are judging them a little. Like Karen's, like the saying of the Karen, you know? Right. Like they, there was never anything like that. Listen, I'm all for people sticking up for themselves and all clapping back. But now, guess what? If there's someone who's white and they're privileged and they're a woman, people are going to be like... You know, uh, yeah, maybe you should take it easy. You know, because they're so used <laughs> yeah. to getting their way, right? Yeah. But so, like, it's it's just, to me right now, it's such a fucking interesting time out here because uh, everything's so fucking turned upside down because of Trump. Completely, it's it's la la land for real, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that uh, just COVID made shit mm. so weird and dreamlike and it's like damn are we really living like dream-like. this in a year dream-like like nightmare like more like nightmare like but yeah. yeah yeah wrong right. word yeah. nightmare like for sure yeah for sure not my, not, no, no, no I don't dream like this I don't want people <laughs> mad <and> shit <laughs> you know what I mean unless they're sexy mess <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but definitely that's what I think too sometimes I was just like that I saw um do you ever watch The Matrix uh I seen the first two i might have seen the third one as well but yeah okay you so you did see the matrix yeah okay so so you know the um the black guy from the matrix lawrence fishburne yeah okay so you saw him last week at the, at the grove okay oh dope and i was out there okay and i was looking around at the uh, i wanted to get a donut they have this great donut place bob's donut out there never been Oh, they just got great. Well, you get you guys have Randy's over there too. So Randy's is good glazed donuts. But basically, you know, good glazed plain donut. They don't have good donuts in Chicago. I don't know California how everyone's so skinny. There's a donut shop on every block there. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. But y'all have a great popcorn though. Shout out to Garrett's Chicago Mix. Oh, you know about Garrett's? I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Garrett's. Shout out to. I Garrett's. love Garrett's. Definitely. When do you have Garrett's? Huh. When did you have Garrett's? Oh, man, it's been, I think the last time I had it was 2006. Oh, man, my kids love Garrett's yeah. and cheese and cheese and caramel corn. Yeah. Um, you know what else is really good is Affy Tapples. Do you see that I, on my Instagram? I saw that. I've never had one of those. I feel like my teeth would probably be hurting. Cause, oh, <laughs> but, so good. Yeah, you were killing so it. caramel apples. Did you, know, did you ever have those when you were little, caramel apples? Yes. Absolutely. Those, do you know that brand, though, Affy Tapple? I'm not familiar with Affy Tapple. Okay. See, so, okay, I came out here, and we used to have those every fall. Okay. It was just a thing. They had them at school. They sold them at the bake sales. Gave them out Halloween. They were just everywhere. Every grocery service or everybody had Affy Tapples. They're called Affy Tapple. It's a brand. So okay. we call them Taffy Apples, right? Affy uh-huh. Tapple, Taffy Apples. But they're it's really a caramel apple. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah, but I, for some reason, I was, like, trying to find them here, and I was trying to bring them to school here, and nobody knew what I was talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about, you know? Yeah. Then I tried to ship them here, and they saw, oh, man, we can't because of the weather, the thing. Blah, blah. I'm like, oh, man, that's so sad, right? Yeah. Like, my kids have to have that for the fall, you know? Like, this is tradition. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's tradition. I mean, I grew. I, that was just a thing we did every year. Yeah. And um, they, I ended up talking about it, and I sent it to a friend of mine. And so we, and then we, she did a thank you, and she did a TikTok video of it, and then they contacted me. Oh, really? To send them, yeah. And I said, hey, they're like, can we, can we send you some more? And I said, hey, can we talk about sponsorship for Miss Nando Comedy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's I said, the that's product's great, but uh, yeah, the product's great, but I can't eat this all the time. You know, yeah. you don't know what it's like the pressure in LA to be. Yeah, <laughs> straight up though, it's a whole lot of pressure. Yeah, and yeah, uh, so it's a different animal. So she, yeah, so basically they're my um, they're my stand-up sponsor. So so I'm talking to them right now. Yeah, about putting some shows together. Oh, they're, really, they're going to pay for them. And dope. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one I asked you to be in. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So April first, I've got the location. It's a pretty small location because we can't, so we can't do a big show. Right. But it's a location that matches me. You know, it's yeah. like. I'm not, I got. I got to do something kind of nice, kind of family oriented, because that's kind of humor I want. That's also my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a lot of stand up comedy during quarantine. You know, socially distanced. Of course, I want to do it outdoors, but a lot of the comics out here are very dirty and very raw. <laughs> right. And you know, I didn't even realize. Like, I, I mean, it's gross, but I like. I've gotten so used to it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of freaked out. And I kind of, I talked to a friend from the East Coast for New Year's. I said, Happy New Year's. And I was telling him a little bit about the kind of comedy. He was like, whoa, oh, Susie's like, that's just inappropriate. Yeah. And I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> and he's a dude and he's a big dude, you know, and he played football and stuff. And he was just telling me that this is like inappropriate language. Yeah, you've, you've, uh... You told me about some weird sets before, like hearing from other people. Sex or sex? S E X or S E T? S E T S. Excuse me. Sex. (laughs) Sex. I got to work on that. Set to sex. Not sex. You're talking about weird sex? Say, Brandy, your girlfriend's going to get jealous. Oh, this is where the conversation's going. We'll see. Yeah, no, some weird bits from other comedians that was like, whoa, that that ain't really funny. That's kind of cringe. Like, you know? Like, I mean, like, every, I was telling him, I'm like, hey, everybody out here talks about eating ass like they're eating saltine crackers, you know? <laughs> I said, he was, uh, <laughs> it's so nasty, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And he's like, that's, he's like, Susie, that's so inappropriate. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, thank you. He's like, what? I said, thank you for telling me it's inappropriate because I've heard it so much. Even my kids have heard it. They're like, yeah, yeah, mom, that's a guy who eats ass. She's my comedy. Said, oh, God. Yeah, that's the guy you that know? eats ass, mom. That's him. Yeah. That's yeah, the ass eating guy. guy. I'm like, oh, that's not appropriate. You know, it's not, like he, when he told me that's not appropriate, I was like, oh, my God. Thank you. Pull me out of this comedy hole. I mean, oh, like, get man. me out of this dungeon. What is going on? Just say, I'm glad I'm not alone, huh? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting too used to this gross. You know, I I just think I should make a list of the disgusting things I've learned from the comics. Hmm, right. Okay, so one was eating ass. Um, Another one was fleshlights. Have you heard of that? I've heard of those before, yes. Definitely. Oh, you're after it, guys. Oh, yeah. Man, no, 
idea. He was like, oh yeah, my family came over for the holidays. They found my flashlight. I'm like, flashlight? Who cares? You know? <laughs> and, and so he, I like, you know, like, uh, what's it called? Heckled his son. Because I, I, you know, I'm like, what a flashlight? Who the fuck cares? Flashlight, you yeah. know, flashlight, flashlight, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, they're like kidding around. This is why you weren't married. I'm like, I don't get it. What the fuck's a flashlight? Has to do with you being married, you know? Right. And then he stops his son. He goes, Susie. It's so, it's, he's like, this is a sex toy. I said, how is a flashlight a sex toy, you know? <laughs> right. And he said, it, it's the shape of a flashlight. And he stops, Susie, it's the shape of a flashlight. I said, yes. Yeah. And he goes, but it's made out of, like, a plastic. I said, yes. <laughs> and it's shaped like a vagina. I said, oh, 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 flashlight. Wow, I said, that's sick, man. You're fucking sick, bro. <laughs> No wonder why you're single. Your family's right. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was was the sickest thing I'd ever seen. (laughs) It was the sickest thing I'd ever heard of. What'd you say? You you learned something new that night, right? That you probably wish you hadn't. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the host got mad at me. You can't heckle him. I said, he heckled himself. What are you talking about? <laughs> talking about the gross shit. <laughs> he heckled himself. Yeah. Oh my god. I I, <laughs> I know you said you had to uh you had to go. You got a meeting at seven thirty, right? Oh yeah, what's Yeah, it's almost there. Okay. So okay. why don't you um tell people where they could find you at so they could tap in with you and, and get updates on your show that's coming up soon. Oh, great. I like that we ended it on the flashlight thing. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody oh, know your social Brad media your pages. Best. Okay. And, so uh, I am on Instagram at Susie, S-U-S-I-E underscore sitcom. Um, I think I have a TikTok. Don't know how to use it. I have a Twitter. <laughs> I just started it. Uh, Susie sitcom. Um, but guess what? Captain Kirk roasted me. Really? Yes. Oh, he roasted wow. me on Twitter. So I'm like, oh, I've only been on it for a month. I don't think I want to get on it again. <laughs> That's the highlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, like this is it. <laughs> like, people get on Twitter and they're like, oh, you just want, you know, maybe maybe someone will be disco- I'll be discovered. I'm like, what? There William it is. Shatner. Right. She just roasted me, so I'm done. I'm uh, done. I'm what else do I need to accomplish on here? It's over. Right. It. It's delete my Twitter account. That's right. Only can get me in trouble from here on out. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I'm done with Twitter. I want to end on that high note. You that's know? it. Right. Just pin and, that and tweet, correct. pin that at the top of your page. And there it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And so, um, Oh, I have a Patreon account. It's Susie sitcom show. Uh, if you guys want to see any of my stand-up comedy, I decided I'm going to put it. I put it on Patreon because it's a paid platform. It's basically like the OnlyFans for artists. Set my clothes on, you know. <laughs> right. I, no I just, flashlights. Yeah, no flash. Oh fuck, thirty flash. Oh yeah, and the other thing I learned. There was another term I learned. I forgot what it was called. Where the guy was like, "Yeah, I do this and that." I'm like, "Oh, it's not polyamorous." I learned that from a comic polyamorous. Oh, really? <laughs> dating more than one, which was which which was very shocking at the time. That's when I first started comedy. It's stand up. That was in stand up uh, Second City in Chicago. I learned polyamorous. Mm. But here on stage at Westside, I learned um, the guy he just sleeps with everybody. What is that term? A guy that sleeps with everybody. Yeah, he just sticks it in everywhere. 
jar of peanut butter. Egg, uh, uh, what does he say? One, one had sex with an egg, uh, oh. grapefruit. Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> one had sex with a man, then a woman. He doesn't I'll, care. I don't know. What is a cum chaser? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, a jar of peanut oh butter? Yeah, oh. I don't know that term. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's what? just like, yeah. So I learned one of those. The guy did. Oh, and another guy on a stand-up show, he said that he is like, you know, he had sex with a guy. He wanted him to like dookie on him. He wanted him oh. to poop on him. Ugh. Ugh. I was like, why do I have to listen to all this just because I, I just because I want to get on the stage? You know what right. I mean? I'm so thoroughly grossed out before. So I gotta I gotta carve my own way here. I I, I love performing stand up comedy, and I'm a huge fan of it. But I, I'll tell you, the gross stuff, I, I just I can't stomach it anymore. I've been I've been tolerating it a lot just to get the stage time and yeah. perform with other people. But I can't. It, it's making uh, stand up feel very sad for me. You know, it's like very yeah. dark. And, and when I do stand up, I like to laugh. I like to have fun. You know, I, I like to tell funny stories. Yeah. And so I decided at this point, you know, number one, I don't want to do it for free anymore. Hmm. And number two, you just, you know, I got to create my own space where That's, it's safe. Right. And I don't have to listen to people talk about, you know, demon dick and, you know, what is it? Moose knuckle. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. listen, I don't mind PG-13. I'm not PG. I don't mind PG-13. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like the double X rated and stuff oh, like that's I can't. I can't, you know? Yes. Yeah, and it's a lot of that out there. I feel like some comics, they, they feel like they have to be dark and shit like that. But they're man. never going to make it anywhere. Man. Hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like in the right. past, they, they're not gonna get it. They're not gonna get on TV. They're not gonna Netflix special. Who's gonna? They're not gonna. Nobody's gonna buy it. Yeah. So where are they going? That's a good question. They're going nowhere. That's the whole point. It's like okay, if you're starting out, maybe if that's your brand of humor, but eventually you gotta get clean. I mean, even now I'm being told, Susie, you need to clean up. Like I'm like, what do you mean? I'm so clean. There is, but I swear. Oh, yeah, likewise. So even though I'm talking about mom stuff, and my jokes are all mom stuff and kids stuff and how crazy my kids are, you know? Right. Like, yesterday, my kids, oh, my God, Brandon's the funniest thing. I was in the pool with the kids yesterday. Okay. Okay? My friend called me from Chicago. I said, it's 30 below. I'm like, oh, fantastic. What's the weather out here? Oh, it's 68. It's a little bit chilly, but I think we're going to go and dip for the pool. <laughs> I'll take some pictures of the too. Favorite time of year in L.A., you know, to flex. Everyone's freezing their ass. Right. <laughs> So I go and pull with my kids and go, hey, don't worry, I'll call you from the pool, I'll send you some pictures. He's like, yeah, fuck you, CZ. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why I moved here. You don't like the weather, move to LA, fucker. <laughs> so we went, I go to the pool, I'm in the pool with the kids, and my kids, well, my one daughter is yelling at the other daughter, hey, your mom. Hey, your mom. I said, I don't understand, I'm your mom too, you know? Right, right. What's going on? And she's like, he's like, ah, oh, mom. There's this kid in my class. His name is Lexan. I said, yeah. He was even on a Zoom. It says, Lexan, your mom. Oh, wow. His Zoom name. (laughs) I said, wait, what does your teacher say? He said, mom, this is what happens. We do breakouts and we have math class together and we all have to give our answers. And I say, hey, Lexan, what's the answer to that math problem? And he says, your mom. (laughs) <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, he always says your mom. I said, oh my God, you know what he's saying. I'm like, those are like your mama jokes, right? right. <laughs> and I said, and what do you say back, you know? Yeah. And he said, 
your mom made a mistake when he made you. Oh my God. That's what my daughter said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, good. That's the end of comedy. At least it's coming in handy. Right. Clap back. So, <laughs> Getting her clap back ready. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's comedy. Your mom, your mom. I said, why are you saying your mom? I said, I'm both your moms. What are you talking about? <laughs> your mom? <laughs> I can't say like, it. Like she your mama too. <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't, I don't understand. What is your teacher say when she says she just? Oh, she just. She's like, I don't know, mom. I think my mom. She was. She was. Mom, I don't know. I think my teacher might be drunk. Oh wow. <laughs> I said, she was. I think she's having a hard time in quarantine. And she's, you know, a young teacher. Yeah. by herself. And she was, yeah, she doesn't brush her hair. And I said, okay, but tell me what she says about what's going on. <laughs> My daughter was all concerned. I know, she's, she's so. noticing everything. Like, Miss Crabtree, <laughs> you you have on the same outfit from yesterday. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay, teacher? <laughs> she said, yeah, oh, yeah, this is what my daughter said. This is like She's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but every week my teacher seems to be getting into a car accident. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Like, so I do. I do like to hear the updates on the teacher. Yeah. The teacher just says, yo, mom. She goes, oh, Maxon, that's just inappropriate. That's just inappropriate. But she goes, it's on, I was like, but it's on his Zoom name. Oh. It says on his Zoom display name. Oh, my your God. Mom. <laughs> 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 waiting to happen, right? On every day. Oh, man. I uh, I appreciate you sharing these amazing stories with me. Uh, it uh-huh. is 7.30. I don't want to hold you up from Thanks, your meeting. Brandon. No problem. I appreciate you coming on with me and doing the podcast. This was a great time. Great, great uh, hearing Thanks, your experiences Brandon. in L.A. And, you know, Pleasure this is home is now. Mine. You know you are my big black sign. Love you. I love you, too. And uh, can't wait to do the show in April. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited that you're going to be one on my first show because you are, uh, yeah, I mean, can, can I just tell everybody real quick? Yeah, about you, sure. You being my big black sign? Sure. Go ahead. So I just finished my divorce. I, I was really having a hard time taking my kids to the grocery store at Costco, and I was having this conversation with God all day long. I was like, God, I kept feeling I should go back to comedy. I said, I don't know what to do. So I take I took off two years from comedy. I was going to see comedy. I didn't perform. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, God, I think this is the year I'm going to go full on to entertainment. But I said, you know, it's irresponsible of me. Can't do it. I said, you know, having this conversation, I said, God, if I should go back into stand-up comedy, and this is my path because I feel that it is, but as a mom, I feel guilty about it. Hmm. You know, I don't know if I should do it. I said, I need a sign. Show me a sign. And I'd had this conversation all day long, but again, I'm waiting in this long line hospital, so I restarted the conversation. Yeah. I said, God, show me a sign. Give me a sign. If I need, I want to do stand-up content. But if it's the right thing, show me a sign. And literally right in front of me, checking out is Brandon. And, the, and he's talking to the guy who's putting the groceries in his box. And the guy is laughing. Hey, man, I saw your stand-up comedy. You are so funny. And then <laughs> he starts hitting the guy in the, cat in the front. He goes, oh, man, you're a stand-up comic? I got to see your stuff. The guy was checking you out. And the guy goes, yeah, <laughs> he's great. I've seen his stand-up online. I was like, yeah, and then Brandon's <laughs> like, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. And then the guy's like, he's an older gentleman. Putting, he's like, ah, he's so good. And I was like, oh, my God. And 
was like, yeah, I appreciate it. It's a good show. He's like, how was your show? And I was like, oh, my God, am I watching an episode of Barbershop right now? Fantastic. (laughs) So I said, wow, God, you delivered in full form in a message I'd understand. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, this is okay. Would you say loud and clear, huh? Yeah, it was like, this is just not even a sign. It was a whole scene in the Barbershop. Yeah! I see this guy, but he's good. You see that? And the guy behind the register is, no, I, I didn't know he did stand up and he's trying to keep his voice down. Yeah. The guy's like, ha ha ha, he's so funny. I saw him as kid. And Brent's like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. He's like, what's in that show? <laughs> I mean, everyone can hear it in the whole Costco. <laughs> I think that was, I think that was probably the, uh, my homie uh, Aaron, man. I think that was him because he be loud like that. Yeah, hey, what's going on, baby? Yeah. Hey, you got it, man. Hey, let me hold something. I know yeah. you got it. Yeah, yeah. It was so loud. But I thought, oh, my God. That's why I'm like, I, I have to go up to you. I mean, I know yeah. it's crazy, but I'm like, I have to go up to you because this is my sign. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I talked to you and, you know, gave you my Instagram, gave me your Instagram. I reached out. And then you introduced me to Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and you got to yeah. do some shows with him, which was dope. Yep, so. I did some shows with Tyson. Turns out he knew some people that I knew. And then, yeah, it was just like, oh, my God. Like It worked out how it was supposed to, right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I just feel like I need to check in with you more often, though, man. Yeah. Make sure you're okay, too. Yeah, likewise. Help each other out, you know? Life is about helping each other out. Love each other, help each other. That's Absolutely. Right. That's real. So thank you, Brandon. And I really do feel so blessed to have you in my life. So I appreciate you more than you'll ever even understand. No, oh, I appreciate you too. And I appreciate that. Thank you for for those kind words for real. And I'm right. glad. And you got guardian angels around you, man. So you, you are really a great person. Oh, thank Don't you. Don't forget that, you know? Yeah. Be good to yourself. Will do. Will do. Be I appreciate it. Always, always. That's that's my baby right there. <laughs> All right. I'll God holla bless, at you. Brandon. God bless, listeners. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Comedy. Please, please. And go check Susie out. Again, uh, follow her Instagram, Susie Sitcom. Hit her Patreon. That's important. There's $3. A lot. Only $3 a month, man. Only $3. That's 12 quarters. That's yeah. nothing. That's 12 quarters. <laughs> That's great. It's only 12 quarters. quarters a month, people. Yeah. Cost $20 to come to a show. $3 a month to get all the shows. Come on. So come go, on. Come go, on. Go ahead and support my friend. And Susie, I will holler at you later. I appreciate you. Thank and have you. a blessed evening. All right now. Okay. You too. Bye. Right. Bye.